Welcome to the Art Burrito Podcast with Jason Wilkins. Life, art, marketing, and all the deliciousness in between. Here we go. Okay, so we're recording right now. Okay, hi. Hi. Hello. And I am done. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. So this is episode number 24 of the Art Burrito Podcast. 24? Number two, four. Two of the four. Crazy, eh? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, as usual, public and sponsoring. Thank you. And I just picked these up this morning. So they're fresh off the fridge. Fresh off the fridge. <laughs> fresh, fresh off the fridge. Fresh off the fridge. Yes. So I have the Irish ale. Yeah, and you have the you, square. You have square nail. Square nail pale so ale. Do you? Because when you read that mm-hmm. off air here, you you sounded like you didn't even know it. So, what's that all about? Well, I, I, I. Yes. So you don't know the beer. I don't. I don't know all of them. Well, that's fine. I don't know all it's of. It's fine. It's a good one. It's. I'm like a. I. I don't go. So you have to hold it up. Yeah. Okay. And then we go. There. Just like that. And cheers. Cheers. There you go. Okay. So I don't go to like the actual publican house to get my beer. I'm right. like the girl who goes in and looks at all the fun cans yeah. when I want to try a new one, which is every time I go in. I'm not offended. The publican won't be offended either. Listen, yeah. you go into the LCBO, it's yeah. a candy store. It is a fuck. It's so bright and colorful. There's colors and there's monkeys on cans. Flying monkeys. There's um, half-naked women on cans. Well, and everything is so provocative now and yes. and sexual innuendos and like almost swearing on cans and that's very exciting. Bone shaker is good. So good. I like um I'm liking citrusy sour beers now too. You're weird. So I never I am a little bit weird, <laughs> but I never used to really care. Yeah. And then I started um that sounds bad. It's, I was going to say I started drinking more. <laughs> more. I'm, I'm getting uh, just used to more. I think it's fun to experiment, right? More is better. And I haven't even introduced you yet. Oh, we're way far in now, and I haven't Look even said who. Go. I know. Look at us. Everybody, go. this is Jasmine. Hello. And um, what, okay, so your last name I've never actually said out loud. No. Is it Calistine? Calistine. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Calistine. So we've known each other for 15 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Is it? No. It has to be more than that. Okay. Because I was going on the conservative side. I know. So I thought... You always okay, do that. So listen, 10 years... Okay. You're you're way right. I know I'm right. So I was at I was at GM Financial for nine and a half years through like pregnancies and stuff too, yeah, right? But yeah. So, I mean... Okay. So yeah, I, I left there in 2009. Okay, but we knew each other. And I started there 2002, 2001. Don't ask me years. That'll fuck me right up. I only go, I, I don't even know do, do the you know years sounds, of my kids are born. Do you like, know what sounds I, bad? <laughs> is I now gauged years off when I was divorced. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that just never, you can always gear your gear you by, right? You, you just kind of know, it's, right? It's, it's just something. there. Yeah, exactly. So I go from before and after. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what is it? BC and it's like before. Um, 
<laughs> so I just kind of death of yes yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so good. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say almost twenty years. I think it's been, that's so it's, stupid. No, it is literally. It's closer to it's closer to twenty. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. I love it. We're getting pretty old. Well, think about it. And I mean, and it's like I was talking to someone yesterday about just. The timing of things and, mm-hmm. and how, you know, you, when things start lining up for you or when you, you know, things are repeating themselves and stuff like that, it's a synchronicity. It's mm-hmm. things are aligning for a reason. And they say that it's to tell you that you're on your right path, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. So, and you keep thinking about, well, why did I have to do this? And why did I have to do that? Well, if, those things didn't happen in your past and you didn't go through certain experiences or if you weren't at a certain place at a certain time, literally you and I would not be sitting here right now. No. We wouldn't. It's a mind fuck, man. I fucking love it. Because I I go through that in my brain all the time. I know. Like like how things line up and, you know, why did this happen? And then you could, then you start to going, you start to go through crazy steps in your head, like tracing back to like, Oh, this led to this. And now this led yeah. now now I took a I diverged my course this way and then it happened over here. And then Exactly. You know that remember, I think it was last year it came out. It was like maybe a year and a half ago. It might have been a Super Bowl commercial. The Jeep, the Jeep um recalculating one. Mm. Was that a Super Bowl commercial last year? Not this one, but the year before that. Probably. All I remember is seeing it for the first time, and I lost my fucking mind. It was—it's the one where it's like driving, and then it's like something in life happens while you're driving like this. Yeah. You know this? What are the ones? The the classic Jeeps? What are they called? TJs or something like that? Something like that. Anyways, so the guy's driving like a TJ or whatever, just bombing through life. He's like this 18 year old or whatever. And then he meets a girl and then it's like recalculating, recalculating. And then he changes his Jeep Cherokee to something, you know, a little bit better for her. And then the kids come along. It's like recalculating, recalculating. And then it's like, then you're going like through certain woods or whatever. And it's like, because the path that you're on, you have to change your mode of transportation again. And it's changing the Jeep along with the steps of life. Like when you have kids and when you're recalculating, recalculating. I was like, oh my God, that is so fucking amazing. It was a genius commercial. I was pumped anyways. I like commercials anyways. Yes. See, I don't watch sports, but I always go the next day and I look at, uh, yes, they had some good ones this year too. I can't do, I can't, I can't do football. Football gives me Tourette's. It makes me seizure out. Yeah. Um, but the commercials are yeah. everything. But in college, half of our curriculum in the actual fucking textbook is about Super Bowl commercials and how they change the face of advertising and marketing. What did you take? Advertising and you marketing. Did. Yeah. did you? I know. That's cool. I know. It's cray cray. Huh. I know. Bell Vegas. Uh-oh. So I'm having you on today because, um, A, you're awesome. <laughs> B, um, like you're, you've gone through definitely a transformation, um, as did I mm-hmm. a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just under the radar kind of transformation. It's very loud, which is a good thing. I'm not that quiet. Well, you never person. really have been, but here's the thing. <laughs> there's the, the, 
Jasmine now. Mm-hmm. And the Jasmine I've well known forever, mm-hmm. apparently more than 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've always been very positive, um, outwardly anyway. Like mm-hmm. who knows? I don't know. Well. And um, what I had actually written this down was like, like you, you know somebody, you, you know people, like you get to know them, and mm-hmm. but you don't, there's no way to 100% know somebody for sure. Nope. Not so, even yourself. No. So, dun, 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 dun. yeah, exactly. So I've always been um, like a really positive person and uh, I've always just kind of, that's just who I am. But there's there's this underlying thing where um, you're still troubled. There's still stuff happening. There's still things going on. Oh, fuck I mean, yeah. that's, this is always. But I mean, yeah. um, then you reach a certain point where you're able to almost, um, it's hard to explain like you think there's a point in your life where you're satisfied and happy. You just think you are. I'm like, oh, okay, I feel good. And then you reach a point later where it's like, no, I wasn't. Yep. I was not. Like oh my I, God. like yes. I thought I was. You don't know it though until you really are in that place. Until you get there, and mm-hmm. then don't expect to be there for very long because I guarantee you, yep. if you, well, that's growth. Mm. That's growth, and. In in my transformation, as you call it, mm-hmm. I've literally become, and and I've questioned this, and um, I'm writing a book right now, and it has so much to do with, <laughs> am I crazy, mm-hmm. or am I like, am I addicted to growth, right? Am I addicted to it? Because I'm literally, I'm like, fucking bring it on. Mm-hmm. Is this going to happen to me now? Amazing. I'm so fucking excited mm-hmm. to see where my life goes and how I'm going to rise and how it's going to have this positive mm-hmm. impact on my life versus fuck. Yeah. I can't believe this is happening again. And that's the switch that went off. I don't know when uh, the actual day was or whatever. I think it actually was kind of like a, um, it was a practice. Mm. It was just something that I started to practice um, measly. You know what I mean? Just, you know, you go through the daily grind and stuff like that. And you're in an ego form where your brain is constantly about worry and about expectations Mm -hmm. and about comparisons and, you know, looking into the, you know, worrying about, I'm not talking about somebody setting up a five-year plan. I'm talking about somebody worrying constantly about what's going to happen the next day if you don't do something and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I believe in having plans and goals, but I don't believe in not focusing on the present more than the future. Yeah. Stay in the present tense. Yeah. Okay. And then once you start to practice that and it's, it is, it was a practice. Yeah. Now that I've literally talked that through, it's the, the ramblings of jazz. Um, so thank you for bringing me there. But it was, it was just mm-hmm. a constant practice of um, being grateful. Yeah. Being appreciative. Mm-hmm. Right. And just realizing that worrying is not going to fucking change the outcome. So no. just be grateful for what you have. Yep. And then when you start to not focus on the negative all the time, 
then you mm-hmm. see the po- it's it's not thinking about the positive more it's not focusing on the negative yeah does that make sense yeah totally and um it was a good point where you said like uh like you, you it's 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 easy not to stay in the place where you're always happy it doesn't make any sense to always be there Mm-mm. like um like you know uh there's days where you know i feel like oh my god like i feel like i'm bursting because it's things are you know I'm feeling really good pressure and the next, yeah. And then the next day, you know, something horrible, like it it, it is always up and down, but it's, it's knowing what to do in those moments where you're feeling like shit, right? Like like being able to kind of come out of that Mm -hmm. a little bit. Exactly. Uh, And, and still in those moments feel like you're, you're grateful and thankful and stuff like that. Um, Yes. So, it's instead of, so like I said, so the practice part is instead of it taking you days or sometimes mm-hmm. even weeks, sometimes even months. Like, I mean, there's situations that you go through in life where it takes you months. It takes you years. Like, look at death. Look at grieving. If you don't deal with that shit properly, it's going to take you years to remove yourself from that negative cycle, mm-hmm. that negative mind frame. So if you just keep practicing more and more to be more grateful in the moment mm-hmm. and not focus on the negative, just appreciate yeah. the storm, yeah. understand that it's not going to last. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it gets to be a day for you to bounce back. And then eventually it gets to be half a day and then an hour. And then now I'm in the present form right yeah. now mm-hmm. where I'm just like, if I, it shit still fucking happens and I still mm-hmm. get pissed off and I still you know, uh, yeah, you wouldn't be human. That's weird if you don't. I know, right? But I mean, people think the way that I, the way that I preach and the way that I speak, they're just like, oh my god, there's she's so fucking full of shit. There's no yeah. way that somebody can just be happy and positive like that so, all the so time. So that was another question I had written down. I'll just jump to it now. It yeah. was basically um, because on social media, like you're, you know, you get you're that's what you put out there, mm-hmm. right? Pretty constantly. Do you have you ever had anyone say to you, you were too positive? Yes. Like, like what's going on? Like, are you okay? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I get that all the time anyways. So it's, um, you know, yeah, a lot of people think that it's the re well, it is that though. Mm -hmm. So I am still constantly going through things. Mm -hmm. And if anyone says that they're not constantly going through things, they're full of shit. Mm -hmm. It's just, I choose to turn it around and preach what I practice Yeah. because I practice the art of being an alchemist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to be an alchemist. I want to see, um, not that I, I love the darkness. I love the storm. I love how Mm -hmm. it transforms things. Okay. I don't like being depressed and I don't like being sad, but what I do in those moments is I appreciate what's coming afterwards. Exactly. Cause there's all, there's, you need that in order to, for that to happen. Exactly. So what I do on social media and with my family and with my friends and with my children, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I hold the negative for what it is. This is a lesson. This is something that is going to literally teach me something. So I'm going to appreciate it and then I'm going to grow. So what do you think it is? So, okay. I've, I've kind of equated this um, new way of thinking for me 
to like the Matrix, okay? Oh, sweet. So, do you know that my son said that the Matrix sucked and I almost ground? Like, I just want, I just. We need to have him in here. That's what I mean. I don't understand. Like, I think he rebels against things sometimes because he knows that I love them. That makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. But anyways, just you said the matrix and I was just having an argument, like a full yes. argument with my 17 year old son. I'm not <laughs> super, I'm not super smart. So I always relate things to movies. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> arr, arr. So good. Um, so it is like seeing things for the first time, right? Yes. So, um, you know, you find your, like personally, I find myself walking around, not, not a shot at people. Okay. Cause people live their own lives and, and things are right for specific people. Yes. Especially when I'm in Toronto and I'm walking down wherever and the same suits, the same look, the mm-hmm. same walk, the mm-hmm. same destination, the same, you know what the, you know what days are coming for some of those people. Yeah. So what is in your opinion, like, what is stopping people from, um, from finding themselves, finding like being satisfied? E, G, O. Yeah. Ego. Yes, that's a good it answer. Is. It's ego, and it's really fucking hard to drop it. It's almost in today's world in the society that has been built around us and that we conform to. We live in it. We've created it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think our parents' generation did this. Yeah. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I think it it has so much to do with, with our generation. And it's ego. It's... It's opinions. It's opinions. Again, let's circle back to what I said before. It's jealousy. It's comparison, Mm -hmm. expectations, not goals. Goals and expectations are two Mm -hmm. totally different things. I believe in goals. Expectations just kill everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's crazy to me. Uh, when When I dropped... So it took me a while. So I play these games in my own head, like, you know, practicing certain things, like making sure my mindset's in the right place on, you know, at certain times, whatever. As soon as I, I found that a big problem was comparison, like oh, comparing myself nice. to another artist, comparing myself to somebody else. It took me a long time. Actually, it's still a work in progress a lot of the time, but every day, but it's, um, I'm finding myself less and less there, there's, it, I'm almost down to zero where I'm like, because I'm in my own mind so much and mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I put up the blinders so much in what I do in my own day to day. I don't even have time for that anymore. Yeah. But, um, when you drop comparison, actually I would even arguably say that's one of the most important things is it to is. drop that. Yeah. When you drop that, it's all this wasted energy <laughs> available and to you. Exactly. So, and that's, I mean, you want to see, you, you want to talk about why I'm so like jacked all the time and why I'm like just so passionate about what I do and what I say and about positivity itself. Mm-hmm. I have so much free space inside my body, inside my heart, inside my mind mm-hmm. because ego and comparison, all that shit just is so exhausting. Well, I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan at all. So I love you, Joe Rogan. Yes. I love you. He's the best. He's the best. He often talks about bandwidth. Okay, so he talks about his own bandwidth in his brain. So he says, so as famous as he is, he he doesn't pay attention to social media or anything, which must be hard to do. 
because he he says, okay, so I think I his have, brain would explode. Oh yeah, it would. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, but he says, I only have so much bandwidth. Like I can only hold yeah. so much information. Yeah. So when I when it's used up by bullshit and mm-hmm. stuff that's coming mm-hmm. at you constantly, it, it, there's no available space for anything good. Exactly. Right. So, um, that's transformative in itself. Like just realizing that and, tr- and practicing that. Yeah. Um, which is in, in today's society, it's, it's fucking really hard. It's impossible. I'm terrified for our children. Mm-hmm. Like it, do you imagine how fucking hard that would be? Yeah. Do you know how hard it is? I can't even, it makes my head spin. It's like, yeah. it, I like, I get a pressure in my chest, Yeah. you know? So when we talk about people, you know, it's just, I can't even imagine because we're grown adults and we've had so many life experiences already where we are just, we're fucking 40 years old. Yeah. I'm going to be 43 soon. And, like, and, and I'm just grappling with this stuff within the ex- last couple of years. Exactly. Exactly. So kind of like totally offside, but like, that's another reason why I'm so disgustingly passionate about this because it's to me, can you imagine can you imagine if we passed this shit on to our children at a younger age? Mm. Just just planting the seed about having them think this way and having them feel this way and seeing a result. Like my kids have seen my transformation. Mm-hmm. They've they've watched it mm-hmm. and it's trickling down. And mm-hmm. it is so fucking exciting and inspiring and I love it. So can you imagine if we instilled certain things in our children? Not because there's no way that we can completely transform them or upheaval things. We can't We can't completely change the way because society around them is so fucked. There's no way that they would be able to function no. out in the real world right now the way that it is if they didn't have a buddy system. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like you, and that's the whole thing. You look at places like, what is that? Um Norway or some shit like that, where it's like these cultures and these, it's not Norway. Anyways, some place in another part of the world. On planet earth. Another country (laughs) on planet earth. Yes. This is not, okay. We're not on Andor right now. Okay. (laughs) So it's the entire cities get on the same platform with each other when they change rules for their children. Like as an example, they set a curfew again, wish I could fucking remember where this was. They set a new curfew for children at a certain age that all the kids have to be in at a certain time of night. Mm. And there's a certain, um, number of hours or something like that, that have to be classified as family time in every single home, every single day. The entire city did it. Think what that would do. The entire city signed a contract to change. It was, um, it, there was a high level of violence, drug use and suicide in children. And that's why the government did this. And it dropped drastically and it changed all of their kids' lives. Wow. Now that's never going to fucking happen here. No. But I'm just saying, you can't, we can't just completely, you know, transform our children and have them live a different type of way of life and then send them out into this world because, but just planting the seed and implementing certain things in their lives right now could literally 
just change their direction in life so much sooner and we as they grow yeah, and, and we, find themselves like exactly. at an earlier age yep and we know um that kids learn by uh watching not you know like uh not by what you tell them i mean most of the stuff you tell them is it goes through one area or the other anyway literally um but that's all that's what i hope too is is like uh them just seeing me do my daily thing um especially avery who's doing her her art stuff now seeing that you know oh okay this is possible like this is you, uh, you can you can do this right Jay, there's no way that you are not like the most amazing inspiration to all of your children, like and your wife. Like seriously, look at look at what you've done. Yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> but I try not to. It's it. It becomes more about the work and less about ooh, look at you know what I'm doing. When you're in it, it's different, right? Because mm-hmm. you um, you don't take it for granted, but it's work. Like mm-hmm. you don't. It can't just ride a wave. It doesn't work. You have to, you have to put in the time. Mm-hmm. So that's something else I tell them too, is like, you know, oh yeah, it can happen, but it took me fucking 20 years to make it full time. Literally. So, and it's worth it. I'm not saying it's not worth it, but you have to be prepared. So whatever they decide to do, if it's not art, which it probably won't be for two of my three kids. Um, sorry. How many kids do I have? I know, Four. right? Right. Meenie, meenie, miny, mo. What's your name? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Who are you? Oh, you're not actually mine. You're the neighbors. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm honestly okay, starting to forget. It's bad. <laughs> anyway, they may not, all, none of them, I don't care, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as they realize in the back of their brain, because I, I sometimes play my mom's voice in the back of my head. Like, okay, oh shit, mom would hate this. You know, um, <laughs> but it's like, um, it's it's more like um, just whatever you do. I, you know, love it and and exactly. and yeah. enjoy how the time mm-hmm. that it takes to build it. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how long it takes. Yep. Even if it's something on the side. Yeah. Like Ex- whatever. Exactly. It's um, sorry, there's a noise. Okay, so we're in the studio. Just so everyone if everybody that can one? hear it, yeah. It? There's a spraying machine outside the studio. So a spraying machine? Well, they, they clean stuff out there. I don't know. Like I don't clean air, anything an in air, here. An, an air machine? Like an air thing? So they do textiles. So they're spraying the screens of they're they're oh, getting the ink out of the screen. Gotcha, 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 anyway, gotcha. sorry. Go ahead. Okay. It stops. You want me to keep going? You can go. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> go anyway. No, people no, may not be able to hear it. They're like, "What are you talking it's, about?" Um, what is that? So there's a there's a quote thing, sort of thing that I always see and I always read, and I literally I've preached it probably to people for the last I don't know three years. It's um it's you're not tired because you're tired. You're exhausted because you're not doing yes. enough that sparks your soul. I, I've seen something similar you're, to that. You're, you're drowning. Like you're starving yeah. yourself. And you're bored. You, you need food. You need food, right? Your body is a, it's, yep. it's, it's literally a physical holder for this entity that is inside you that needs food. Yeah. And it's not a fucking steak. Yeah. Right. It's, it's what sparks your soul. It's what makes you excited. What makes you passionate? What makes you literally bubble up from the, from the inside, you know? And that's the thing is people get confused with, um, so I'll say, do it. You know, I've actually had people say this to me, you you know, you should do what you love and, um, and you know, period. And, uh, I've had, uh, people, I won't say there's people. There is they, people. So the, um, I know those people too. So I get, I've, I've had 
it said to me, yes, but you know what you want to do. Like you've always known, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's not an excuse. Okay, so if you don't know what you want to do, mm-hmm. are you taking the time, are you dedicating the time mm-hmm. to figure out what that might be for you? And nobody, nobody's willing to take that time. No, no everyone wants to sit uh, mm-hmm. after they're done work, mm-hmm. uh, binge yep. on a show. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, oh that's gosh. fine too. We were so fucking there once. Yeah, well, that's we, exactly right. Hey, that I might do that tonight. I know. But that's <laughs> that's fine. You can do that. I know. But if, but if you're complaining, but don't exactly exactly. Then what's your problem? Mm-hmm. So, I just think there's not enough people out there who um who really are willing to dig in deep enough to get what they want i know but and and again i mean at the same time like i just said we've been there and i i'm full on board with that and that's why i'm preaching and preaching and preaching and mm-hmm. that's why i'm like in people's faces right mm-hmm. but right now it's I'm also in a position where I'm so open and aware and I acknowledge all of these lives and all this energy around me. And those people have been so conditioned and it's so, it's again, it's just, it's a conditioning and it's ego and it's so easy and it's so safe and people have dreams, but you don't, what did I what did I post today about dreams? It's a dream if you think it or something like that, and then oh yeah, um, it's basically about implementing and it. If like you, you can vis- to... if you visualize it, it's attainable. Yes, but if you schedule it, that's what makes it real. Okay, we're gonna end there. I got it. We have to take a break. Okay. Thank you for asking. How's yours? It's delicious. Awesome. Nice. We're back. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, okay. So I was going to ask you where, if, if there was a point, I think I know the answer, but Mm -hmm. the point in time when the shift made, when the shift happened for you, I mean, it's clear for me, but, um, and we might have the same one. We, I think mine, and, and I was actually, well, I've been doing, you know, I do with the whole writing of the book and everything right now, it's, I'm going back and forth. And I think I started my path a lot sooner, but it gets buried in the daily grind. It's like what we were just talking about is, you know, the conditioning and everything Mm -hmm. that people are in, you get lost Mm -hmm. because life with kids and work and, you know, 40 hours a week, kids life, you try to fit in social things or things for yourself, but really they all become a part of the family. There isn't enough time to work on yourself if you literally don't force it. And if you don't have a supportive partner mm-hmm. or a support system around you, period, then it becomes almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it began with my dad passing away, which is uh, nine, eight, eight years, eight years. Mm-hmm. So eight years coming up in like a couple of weeks, but I think it started then because that loss. You guys were super close, right? But we weren't. That's, and I've been, so the whole writing, like this fucking book is like, I'm blowing my own mind because I'm like taking all of my own perceptions on life and everything and I'm challenging them. I'm putting them down. I'm just like, 
but why? It's like, I did I fucking love my dad? Of course I love my dad. My dad was a fucking riot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and there's certain parts of my life that I remember pivotal conversations that him and I had. And of course, like I loved him and I wish he wasn't dead, but at the same time, his death was literally now one of the best things that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds fucked, but it put so much into perspective for me. You say, people say all the time, life is so short, life is so short. And had I experienced death before? Yes. I lost people tragically. I lost a girlfriend um, from high school just months before I lost my dad. Just younger than me, like just instant, like tragically. It was not something that you'd ever think is supposed to happen, right? But Mm -hmm. it puts things into perspective. So with those two deaths back to back, I was like being slapped in the face along with everyone else around me who loved these people. It's really true. Here's the fucking secret. Yeah. You might not wake up tomorrow. I literally may not wake up tomorrow. Yeah. So what am I going to fucking do today? Am I going to do a YOLO? No, I'm not going to do a fucking YOLO, but I'm going to do what I can. And that means just enjoy, just in love, just, just, just love, just give, be fucking kind to people and do something for yourself that makes you proud of yourself today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's building for you. That's building your business. That's building your legacy. If you're making yourself proud, then you can damn well bet everyone around you is proud of you as well. Yeah. That's, um, really important. Good words. Like it's something I, um, I'd like, it's, you know, when you hit 40, even mm-hmm. not like we're at death's door, but like, I like it. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but it forces you to think about that. Right. It does. And, and, and it, I think about it, uh, pretty regularly I know. because you don't, you start to hear about, uh, it, it could be anything in the news. Yeah. Um, local people that have passed away. Oh, look at that horrible shooting in Omimi just yesterday. Like 18 that, years old. That's messed up. So you don't p- putting that in the front of your of your mind. I think is you don't have to harp on it, but there it is again. Um, putting yeah, putting that in the front of your mind is is really really important. And and it, a lot of people might take it as you're being morbid. I'm. It's not, and it's it's. It's not being morbid. It's having that amazing, freeing perception. Yeah. I find it freeing. Yes. I do. I don't find it. Some people think about it and they would get anxiety about it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why would I think about that? I might die tomorrow. Why, why would I stress myself out like that? It's freeing. It gives you an opportunity to literally not worry about the future not worry about tomorrow. Just be present, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just be present. Yeah, like it could be gone. Exactly. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why, um, like when I wake up in the morning, it's easy to go like, and I used to do this a lot into the mode of I don't know why, but you get up and you're like, ugh. I know. Yeah. But why? Exactly. It doesn't why? make any sense. No. Nope. So because you're, you're, because your mind, it, we're, the... we're so conditioned to go to the negative, right? Mm-hmm. So um, 
um, now if I do it, because it still happens, it's still there, it still creeps in, <laughs> even though I'm getting to do literally what I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. most days. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you still you have to flick a switch and be like, what exactly. the fuck are you, what's yeah. going on? But your switch is going off faster now, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because you're conscious of it. Yeah. You're aware of it. Yeah. So your conditioning is immediate reaction because it's a conditioning. But when you flip that switch, it's going off faster. It's going off before you actually get out of bed now instead of until when you're driving to work. You know what I mean? It's happening faster. So do you, is your mindset like, um, is it something that you work on? Are you in a place now where it just kind of like, it's just, it's set. So you're sort of like, um, so you go through your day and you're just there. Or do you have to talk yourself out of things? Sometimes? It's still, it's still, a, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And I hope that I never get mm-hmm. to that point, Jay, where it is set. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be set. I mm-hmm. always want to be striving. I always want to be growing. I always want to be able to have those, those triggers that remind me mm-hmm. of the balance. Yes. I love the balance. I love it. Yeah. Again, the light and the dark. If you don't have those triggers and those moments that remind you, yeah. then you can't appreciate the the present. Yeah. You, can, you can't. You can't appreciate the work that you've done. You can't appreciate your own transformation. Yeah. You can't, again, you can't, the whole thing, you cannot appreciate the light yeah. without the dark. You can't see the stars if it wasn't dark outside. Yeah. All of that shit. Yeah. It's fucking, it's true. All yeah. of those beautiful poems that are written and all those statements that are made about appreciating the dark and you find the light in the dark or it's always darkest before the dawn sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all real. Yeah. Um, so I, I can pinpoint when I started to change things. It was definitely when I, when mm-hmm. I was split yep. um, from my wife. And uh, it's one of those things where people talk about it all the time where you like, mm-hmm. you, you go through something traumatic and then you can make a choice. So you can stand up, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, you can lie down and just let it, whatever happens, happen. Exactly. So I went through a period of just lying down. Absolutely. I fucking hope so. Because, again, we talk about not being human. Yeah. Yeah. So you do that. It sucks. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, and then, uh, and then things start to, interestingly start to happen. So you make a decision on one thing, which leads to the next, Mm -hmm. which leads to the next. So I got out of, I got out of Dodge and went to Toronto for a couple of years and then, and then things started to kind of awaken a little bit Mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then you realize, okay, so this life event is insane. And, uh, now what am I going to do? So then I focused more on myself and Mm -hmm. then focus more and then focus more on my art. And then, um, which is weird because it just didn't happen before. Like I went to school for art and then it took a backseat for so long. So, I guess really, um, yeah, I have to thank my ex-wife. <laughs> that's what I mean. And that's the whole thing, right? It's it's when people are like, well, why are you so fucking grateful of all the bad things that have happened in your life? Well, because I don't classify them as bad things. Because if if what has happened and if where I'm sitting right now 
I am so genuinely happy and grateful for mm-hmm. what I have and who I am. And then you can't complain yeah. about what happened because it's all a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of the process, right? Again, what we literally started talking about was it's the timing of things. Certain yeah. things had to happen in order for us to be here. What would you say to somebody? Because there might be someone listening being like, this is a, this is a whole bunch of bullshit. I know. Right? Because that's where people's brains go. I, and I get it. I could tell family right now what we talked about. They could listen to this and laugh. I know. Oh, my God. My sister's probably fucking cackling her right? ass off right now. So, because she is as much as she loves me, and I don't think she'll get mad. But she she fucking loves me so much, mm-hmm. and she wants to support me. But she comes from a place of love mm-hmm. that she is genuinely concerned. Yes, that I have literally, and there's other people in my life too. They're just not as vocal about it as she is. Yeah, I no, I hey, you know I, what I mean? hey, I was one of those people. Believe me, we left our jobs. We left our nine to fives mm-hmm. with benefits. Mm-hmm. And we have kids at home and mortgages mm-hmm. to pay, and we just walked. But away. here's here's my message to people like that because I get fired up. I, but look at what's happened. It's insane. Okay, so we are living proof. You, you decide on something, yeah. And as cheesy as it sounds, the universe aligns. Yes, right. It's my favorite line. It's true. It is true. It's it's actually practical. So. You put stuff out there and you decide on one thing mm-hmm. and um, and then you create this force around you. It so, is a force. And things, be, things start to come to you. Exactly. Um, which is my experience. It is. It's not bullshit. It's actually a real thing. <laughs> it is actually a real now, thing. It is. Let's let's add to that. Um, there's also work. There's also um, mm-hmm. late hours. There's also worry. There's also some depression there's some uh there's some of everything mm-hmm. but the end result is is uh is is something that you you're happy with it's true on a day to day yeah give it's, or take exactly it is yeah. it's very true it's not it's it is a universal force it's an appreciation that you are just like you you are just we human beings are just like trees. We've been created out of an energy source, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we've been created out of something. We are all just bodies filled with all these amazing energized cells that are just dying to figure out what our fucking purpose is and where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And when we find those things that we align with, and when we align with the universe's plan. Mm-hmm. It just starts happening and then more's in your path and you're just like, wow, this is insane. Chance meetings, people that you, you know, that you need to talk to or that are supposed to come into your life at that divine moment mm-hmm. to align you with your next step and your next force. Yes. And, and then once all of that happens, then exactly as you said, it propels and creates a force pushing you forward where you're supposed yeah. to go. And to clarify, it doesn't have to be any anything work related. No. So this is um so for me for me it's both. Mm-hmm. But um uh on a personal level and a business level. Mm-hmm. But for people who are completely content with their 9 to 5. Hey, that's awesome. Have at it. That's, that's great. Absolutely. But 
those people who are content with their nine to five may have issues personally that they want to deal with. It is literally just about being honest with yourself. Listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking about, so there's the external world and then there's the spiritual world, Mm -hmm. right? Where the energy resides and, and aligns. But so there's the external chatter that is constantly in your brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, those are, that's the ego. That's the worry. That's the concern. That's not your soul speaking. Mm Mm-hmm. When you can learn to follow your gut and when you can listen to your gut, like your real gut and your intuition and follow things that just kind of make you hold your breath a little bit and get excited, follow those things little by little and just change your direction just once. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you change your direction once in the right way, then more things are going to help you. Here's, here's, the only way I can really 100% explain it in my own way is if I'm starting a new project, a new art project, mm-hmm. so I'll start I'll start planning it out and I'll start actually creating it. I'm in uh, instantly in my own head. So I'm like, you know, the client's expecting this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they really want this to look this way. Yeah. And then what I'm producing looks like shit, okay, because I'm in my own head. I, I'm yeah. thinking about somebody else, right? Exactly. So now... My, I I shut down that chatter. So early on in this process of drawing, it's hard to do. Yeah, but now I can get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Like stop. Mm-hmm. Then I then I can ease myself into just letting what I do take over, and it usually takes like a little bit. But then I realize I'm doing it without even realizing like exactly. I'm doing it. So it is it is um, being self aware. I think is key. Just literally just like listening to yourself. We're always talking to ourselves. I know. Listen to yourself, but acknowledge yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge who you acknowledge your real inner voice. Yeah. Did you see that thing that came out? It was, uh, um, I don't know if you follow, um, uh, fucking love science. It's really cool. No, but I do fucking love science. Yeah. So they have this thing that they put out really cool things. And it was, um, so some people think in full sentences mm-hmm. and some people think some people think in just words or or visuals. I'm like, what? Like I thought we all kind of thought in full yeah. sentences. Oh my god, did you see that thing where somebody posted like my friends are losing their mind, but some people don't have internal dialogue? Yeah, so it's a similar kind of thing. Pardon? Yes. That's bullshit. That's that sounds psychotic to me. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm like, oh, I think I can point at well, a few people who think well, like that. What's there then? Yes. So along the same lines, yeah. I'm like, oh, I think in full sentences. Okay. Okay. So I'll literally talk to myself mm-hmm. in my head. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's, you know, words or images or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, some people literally, like you said, have no thoughts or or just the, I don't understand how that blew my mind. I saw I the post. I'm like. No, we don't all no. think the same. No, what? Pardon? Yeah. So, how do you think? What do you? Th- it took me actually a minute to think about it. I had to actually talk to myself about it. <laughs> you had a. <laughs> I have full on conversations. Um, I don't. It, it honestly, it depends on the situation. So, um, 
I'm going to say I go full sentences a lot um, in full rambling jazz mode, right? Okay, yeah. It's kind of like where I do maybe two sides of the conversation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Both of my fucking Gemini personalities like combating each other where I talk in the third person all the time. I literally do that all the time. Way to go, Jasmine. Well done, right? Yeah. What were you thinking, Jasmine? Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, I also have these these moments where I literally can do the entire scenario with working parts and movie actors and these people in my real life. And I can see the entire fucking thing unfold. Like it was just, and I literally can, I, so I see how things are going to unfold. Right. And, okay. And I, just, just based on my intuition, you know what I mean? Oh, well, so-and-so is going to say this and then that's going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And then, oh, so we're going to laugh about this. And then so you're like, like five steps ahead already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's not like a, it's, an, I'm not saying it's not a premonition. It's literally, no. this is how I visualize and that's how I play out and talk through things. Yeah. So I brought that up only cause, um, I think the, yeah, the internal, the internal chatter is is paramount like if you're going to talk to yourself be really conscious of what that voice is exactly so um i'll have uh i'll have days for sure where i'm like you suck or what are you doing or you know so those creep up and then uh you get to the point where you're kind of able to like a little bit a little bit some days not but mostly okay shut that down Mm -hmm. okay you have work to do or you you have this to handle today or you know exactly, but there's so many people who can't mm-hmm. shut that down. Yeah, that's another important important point. We because we, we just passed Bell Lots Talk Day, so we did a whole I did a whole thing down here about about that because I went through um, like that that winter depression kind of thing a few mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. Yeah, and you just couldn't shut it off. Couldn't shake it. Couldn't oh shut it off. And you're like, you're like, what's wrong? Usually I can shut this down, no problem. Mm-mm. went like three months where it was That's just like insane. where you know i couldn't laugh couldn't really smile too much and you're like what is going on like and then it just kind of kind of left me a little bit and then i was able to deal with it you could build a combat sort right. of thing against it so so um there is another side to the coin of that we should address where like you know being positive is great sometimes it's not possible exactly so i and, but that is, is that a wiring thing to a certain extent to, well, I think so, but look at you though. So, or is it again, I'm well, and there are certain things that you can talk about, like you can like, I mean, we can talk about blocked energy, mm-hmm. blocked energy portals in your body sort of thing. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a science. And when you have, um, you know, your body and all its living cells are so susceptible. They're so susceptible to your thoughts yeah. and energy around it. Yeah. So if there's a, uh, if there was certain thoughts, like you said, that you couldn't stop, then it's, it's like a, it's like a cancer that's going to build up in your body. Yeah. Right. And it's not going away unless we can break it down. Yeah. So you were lucky enough, right? Where you had a window and you were conscious enough of how you want to be and how to positively talk to yourself. Yeah. So once you had that window, you can fucking get in there and start hammering it away at it. Yeah. So, and, so 
yeah, because there's de- there's deep depression where people have a real issue with it long term. So so, and I don't I didn't have that. It was just a seasonal thing, and I think that's what I have. I haven't experienced it since. Um, so but is, is seasonal then a science? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, think well. But I think the point the point is because um, we're talking about you know creating a new life and everything's great and mm-hmm. um, to get to the point where you want to get. Uh, sometimes there's a barrier there that's just not, it's just not going to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting one because I, I can't really say I've been there for very long. I don't know what the answer is to, for those people. Like it's mm-hmm. a tough one, right? No, like, I mean, I've, I mean, you know, going through divorce and, you know, mourning, you know, grieving and when you, you know, lose people, then you go through, Actually, cer- you go through certain levels of that, but Still, at the same time, I can't say that I've ever been at that point where I didn't see a way out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm very blessed to say I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Um. Didn't. I mean, I was fucking angry. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you know uh, certain things take over you, certain emotions, but they're toxic, and yeah. the whole time in my brain. I'm always, this is toxic. This has to stop. Yeah. So my internal dialogue is already fighting yeah. my emotions. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but again, I also have people who are very close to me who fight the seasonal depression or, you know, constant depression or, you know, uh, bipolar. You know, yeah. that shit is not something that I'm going to even pretend to understand or to think that, my way of life is going to be able to affect them. But I do know that when those people let me in, mm-hmm. when those people in my life let me in yeah, and it helps them. Well, that's the thing is it does help them. Yeah, it changes, so, their, it changes their daily grind and yeah. it changes the way that they look on things. And then, and then they let me in and, and we go through and things then you, together and then we can talk through things and you get that glimmer of hope. But in the end, they always revert. Yeah. So it's so that's an important point. So you mm-hmm. you can just, if not you specifically, there can be someone to be there for those people at least. Absolutely. Hopefully. Right? Yeah. And I think the messaging that you put out, like... Um, there's there's way there we need a whole lot more of that for sure like mm-hmm. um and people can say what they want they can say oh you know you know she's too positive there this is crazy mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. uh I'm we, only, we need that we need that all the time dude it's like but the thing is i'm only fucking positive because i've flipped it mm-hmm I've gone through fucking shit. Mm-hmm. It's not my my life is not fucking hunky dory. Mm-hmm. I don't have a huge support system, you know, family around me, and I didn't come from a you know a, a crazy happy together family sort of shit. And mm-hmm. I've lost people to death, and I've fucking how many marriages have I been through? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. failed relationships. You, na- I mean, I've had life experiences, but again, like you, you chose not to take it laying down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I decided to stand the fuck up and I saw the positive outcomes of what all of those circumstances gave to my life. And that's the only reason I'm the way I am right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, an, that's, uh, that's another important message. That's it. So where you are is because of, I mean, just like 
Yeah. Yeah. It's because of where you were. So exactly. It's just exactly. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. It sounds pretty simple, but it's but it not. Is, it is very. It, <laughs> but it is so simple. It's just like simple statements, like just fucking be nice, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it's a very simple, but such a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm here because I used to be there. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. It still kills me. Like you still, I don't understand how it's hard to be a nice person. I don't know either. There's a lot of people who aren't, so I don't get it. Uh, well, well, it is. Let's look at self-reflection. Mm. That's it. If we just want to sum it up, to me, that's my opinion. Like I don't understand how people can always be like that, and I don't know if they always are. Mm. Just like people wonder, are we always nice to people? Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Is that person always that mean? Is that person always that fucking nice? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we don't truly know that, but everything that people put onto you, just appreciate it as a self-reflection of themselves. Yeah. End of story. Yes. So if people aren't kind to you, it's because they don't like themselves. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sad. So that makes me like them even more. And then they want to throat punch me in the face because I just want to give them a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a good, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I've been there, hundred percent. Been there, right? Where you're not feeling great, so you're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to make this person feel like shit, right? Um, a lot of it is an intentional too. So no, it's not. But some people, it really is. I'd say most. <laughs> I'd say most people have really good intentions. I'd like to, I do. I believe that a lot of people just don't understand or they're not self-aware yeah. or they don't. Uh, yeah. Again, yeah. they just, it's not intentional, but people are just like, you know, when you say you put your blinders on, mm-hmm. maybe people are just, I think a lot of people are just walking through life with blinders on. Yeah. Mine are fucking off in every direction. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, like when Cyclops takes off his glasses? Yes. That's me thank all you for the, the time. Thank you for the movie reference. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're, how long did it take? I can't believe it took us this long to fucking get to movie references. Right? Um, so, you, like you said, you like you hope your kids are going to mm-hmm. emulate some of what you have too, right? Mm-hmm. What are your... Well, I know a couple of your kids. Mm-hmm. One's hilarious um, <laughs> that I know of for sure because we had who, a, who deemed you slick. Yeah, in yeah. the in the grocery store. Yeah, he's a riot. So, are they all? Do they all? Are they all like very um, like extrovert kind of? Um. Well, it's so hard because they're all different ages, right? And then I mean, at certain stages, especially you know, like they're introverted in a certain way. But um, and with me they're different people than they are in, mm-hmm. in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, very, very lucky that way that my kids are all extroverts around their mother. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, to the point sometimes where I wish they weren't, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, did I want to know that? I do want to know that. <laughs> do I want to know that? Oh my God. I don't want to know that. Yeah. Um, but again, what would I do if I didn't fucking know that? Right. Yes. So it's a, yeah, it's the never ending battle, but, um, they kind of, I, I'm going to say that they are, yeah they are very, um, I love that my kids are so, uh, self-aware of yeah. when they need their time alone and they'll, they'll tell me, 
and they'll tell the people around them, you know That's what? Good. I just want to fucking be alone. I'm just going to, well, obviously, well, maybe this six year old says that too, but yeah. <laughs> I know he does. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they do. They're very self-aware. They are extroverts when they're around their mother and they're just, they're really good fucking kids and they're all hilarious. That's good. Okay. We got to take a break. Sorry. Okay. Like I Googled it. (laughs) Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. That was so good. We're back. So uh, we're we're just going to open another one. Yeah, we are. Well, we tried the bottle, but then we realized we didn't have a bottle opener. I can't believe I didn't have a bottle opener. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fancy it up and pour it into a, um, a green solo oh, cup. Oh yeah, we are. Look at that. Look, look at dark. Look at how dark that is. Wow, that's what she said. Holy jeez. Um, it even says solo on the side of these cups. I have never. No, seen... I didn't cheap out. I got the real solo. It literally says solo. I've never seen. Do you know how many? beer pong parties my kids have had at my fucking house and i am yet to be introduced to a solo a, cup that says solo on it well they have a they have solo shot glasses too pardon me but do they say solo on they've them? opened it right up and they have grippers on the side just in case <laughs> like there's little like i didn't even notice that beveled like little in case it's slippery these, or in case these, something happens these are the, never know what's gonna happen <laughs> hold on tight that's hilarious Oh my god! So yeah, make sure you grip that. That's you never she, know. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, <laughs> that, that was perfect. It was a good that one. That was perfect. Some of mine make zero sense at all, and other ones are landed. I've said landed. that. I've said that to Heidi a couple of times. Like she's like, that didn't make no. That made no sense. That <laughs> made no sense. That made no sense, yeah. baby. That's fucking hilarious. Oh god. Oh my god. So I'm going to start this by saying, yeah, there's insane spraying going on outside my studio. So people may not even hear it, which is great. Are you? I don't well, know if they, they will. I don't think. Maybe they won't. But we've been pretending to be the sprayer yeah. by going, eh. So if people don't know why we're doing that, that's, that's because <laughs> just out of no reason, we're just like, eh. I'm sorry. Uh, I have Tourette's. I say that I have Tourette's a lot. Like I'm not respectful of people who have Tourette's, but it's, I think I might actually have it. Listen, that's okay. Okay. Nobody really cares on here. Cool beans. Um, okay. So we were talking about, um, uh, how your kids were trying to catch leprechauns. So I think that's a good way to start this part of the show. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they, one, I, I don't know. And I don't even know what, inspired it or where it fucking came from like we weren't even watching looney tunes or anything like that right so my god that stout's good sorry that's shit man shit man let me here i want to try it hang on now i'm excited hold on so you have the irish ale right Mm -hmm. so you're drinking irish ale where you're talking about Irish. Oh my god. Is that oh my god. Another out meant a, to be out of a green solo. <laughs> out of a green solo out cup. Of a leprechaun green solo oh cup. Oh my god. Okay, so continue. Okay. So they decided to set leprechaun traps all over my house. And they made I think four traps in total. Mm-hmm. One of them was like out of like an old like toy. You know when you get those stupid robot budgie things. Oh things. yeah. Oh god. Anyway, so they made a couple out of those using the cages. And I mean, they used glue. They used sequins. They used sparkles. They used like what? everything. They took and then 
Don't ask me why I have a huge reserve of pennies in my house. I just refuse to throw them away. I you think. can still dump them in those things to get cash for them. I but think. I don't want to. Oh, you just want to hold on to them? I don't know. <laughs> I want to herd them. Make jewelry out of them. I want to keep them. <laughs> I want to keep them. So it's like, so I've got, and so they decided to use the pennies. So I mean, cut up fucking paper everywhere, sparkles fucking everywhere, all these traps set, different corners of my house, the ones in the kitchen, blah, 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 everywhere. But then they decided to put trails of pennies to all of them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. pennies on my floor. There is constantly at least five people in my house at all times. Okay. Right. And that's just minimum. 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 So they just so they just kind of bring people over. Do okay. they do they run it by you or all you just of them. come in? Oh God, no. no okay. I get nothing run by me. Okay. Nothing. So just think of literally everywhere you go, there's pennies being stuck to your feet or you're kicking them or sliding on them because what they did after they did the trails is they just took handfuls of pennies. Okay. They're, how old are they? Nine and six. Okay. This is how old they are. They took handfuls of these pennies and they fucking whipped them all over my house. (laughs) Like, I mean, just like confetti, like just like, whoa, pennies all over everywhere for days and days and days. I was fucking picking up pennies, but that's after we had to leave the pennies there for a whole week because I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was going to do to prove to them that leprechauns were real. I wasn't just going to let these traps sit there and them not catch something or have some sort of interaction, right? Like I had to do this. I mean, I've kept everything else alive so far. So good. So there's no way I'm letting leprechauns go down. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? How do you like, they're not going to actually catch a leprechaun and leprechauns. What are the, like, what do they do? Right. So I was like, how am I supposed to do this? So after a week of thinking, I decided I was like, it's like, okay. So I'm just going to grab all the pennies, literally all the pennies. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And I put them in one big fucking pile, like a mountain, just like this mountain of pennies. And I put all the traps together. Yeah. Okay. So just like in the corner of the house, that would be like the least where they just wouldn't notice it right away. Right. Mm-hmm. So I put all the traps together. Like the leprechauns moved them all, okay, put all of the pennies into one big mountain. And then I Googled in Gaelic. No. <laughs> I did. I Googled it. I, um, um, <laughs> uh, not lucky. Not lucky this time or something. And I wrote it in like calligraphy, like totally not my handwriting. And I took one of like the pieces of paper that they were using or whatever and I wrote it in like gay like I got like a calligraphy pen and fucking everything I did like, <laughs> and then and then I even did like glitter over top of it like their writing was like yeah. gold or that shiny and awesome. shit so it is and it just says not lucky and I put it right on top of the mountains of pennies and when they came home I was just like I was like oh my god you guys I'm just like you have to go see your traps. And they went to like all the locations where their traps were. And then the traps weren't there. Like, where are they? I'm just like, Oh my God, they're all in the back corner. And they saw, you should have heard them fucking screaming and laughing. So they even set up like traps where they would like, you know, fall through things, you know, like, you know, like, so they did like, um, tissue paper over top of a cardboard box. So they cut like a big <laughs> hole out of it. So the leprechaun would fall in and then they put like a big pile of glue inside at the bottom. So the leprechaun would stick to it, not knowing that the glue is already fucking so they, hardened. This is real time they spent 
they, oh, this was a, it was a very peaceful afternoon for me. I'll tell you that. That is <laughs> They were awesome. very occupied. But yeah, so I was like, I like pretended that my like legs, like, like little legs, like went through the tissue paper. <laughs> and, like, stuck my fingers and shit. Anyways, not lucky in Gaelic. Can't remember how it goes, but I wrote it so out. It was you, fun. What you're doing there is you're creating memories too, yeah. right? Or am I lying? Some people are like, you're lying to your children. What? Oh my, those people drive me nuts. Okay. So do those people, um, I'm assuming no kids are, the young kids are listening. Do those people tell their kids there's no Santa? So when Tommy, so my oldest, she's 19 now. When she was, I think in grade four or grade five, maybe it was a little bit. Which makes them eight. Yeah. No, Rowan's nine and she's in grade three. Okay. So a little bit older. So maybe it was, no, maybe it was grade three. Anyways, yeah. it's grade three, three or four. Anyways. You didn't. Don't tell me. No, I didn't. So listen, okay. listen to this shit. So <laughs> I get a call from the school saying that Tommy got into a fist fight with a girl in class, like got into a full on fist fight with a girl in class. And I was like, what? This is so not like her. Like she is not like, that's just. She kind of keeps to her fucking self and she does her thing. She's got her friends. She's not an outwardly aggressive yeah. person at all or even to fight with you. Like she'd literally be like, meh, you're not worth my time sort of attitude, right? Yeah. Gets into a fist fight in class. I come down to the school and I'm like, what the hell happened? I'm talking to the principal and they're just, and Tommy goes, she looks at me and she's just like, well, Bailey told everybody that Santa wasn't real. So I told her to shut her mouth. And I was like, what do I do here? What do I do here? What do I do here? And the, then the principal sitting there, I was just like, okay, Tommy, thank you. I'm just like, you know, the principal and I are going to talk now or whatever. And the principal's like laying out all these like ramifications and blah, blah, blah. And I just said, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm just like, she's not grounded. She is not grounded at all. I yeah. said, I'm going to go out there. I'm giving my daughter a high five. And she's like, are you serious right now? I'm just like, yeah, literally I am. I'm like, you want to suspend her? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so Tommy got suspended for a day from school for like in grade three or four for beating up a girl for telling everyone that Santa wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far I will go. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's how far I will go. And I will still go that far. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. I know. That is awesome. It was fun. It was good. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? And then, yeah, but the other girl who's the same age as Tommy, her parents told her at a very young age that Santa was a fictional character, was not real. Tommy believes. Yeah. In, Tommy believed in Santa. Yeah. And she told that girl to shut her yap and she was wrong. And they got into a full on fight. So around, around Christmas time this year, we were reading, uh, Heidi and I were reading stuff online. Because, you know, you can belong to those, like, mom groups or whatever. Oh, yeah. God, I love mom groups. Oh. Not really. My God. The <laughs> shit on there. <laughs> She's just like, again, that's, that is a breeding ground Too for comparison. time and comparison. Yeah. So, uh, it was about that. It was about that. So, it was... Um, what it, do you do? It was a combo of, like, Elf on the Shelf and Santa. So, it was like... Um, so, get this. So, one, <laughs> one, one girl actually said... Um, how do I talk to my, how do I talk to my child's teacher about not exposing her to the fairy tale of 
um, Elf on the Shelf because they're doing this thing in class. Oh my God. They're doing this thing in class where the elf shows up and I don't want my daughter to be exposed to, uh, to that sort of thing. And to, 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 are you so, so the teacher thought it would be nice to do like, you know, the elf comes. Well, yeah. Get, does There's a cool lot of classes. Things. There's lots of classes. All my kids, yeah. is, all my younger kids, their teachers do Elf on the Shelf. So I think this actually is a good jump off point to uh, that kind of culture that's going on right now. Like there's a whole bunch oh, of this happening. It is. It's um, So, which can weave itself nicely into what we're talking about as far as like, um, like, uh, Exposing your, I, I know, it's like hard. I exposing know you, your kids to like this kind of thing, and it actually has a direct effect to, um, like, uh, and like positivity and making sure mm-hmm. your kids have all this that they're equipped with all this kind of stuff. Because when you walk into a classroom like that, and like you have a teacher like that, who, or or a parent like that who's trying, like it's just bananas to me. It's, I don't, I agree to an ex, I agree. This is where I throw out the, I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth mm-hmm. and I say factors and fine lines. Mm-hmm. Factors and fine lines is my fifth amendment. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know, you plead the fifth. It's because it, there are so many different factors and fine lines that boil down to what is right for who and who. But in the grand scheme of things, people who impose themselves on, ah, uh, yeah, I just am I feeling cringy right now? Yeah, it's kind of gross. I'm feeling really cringy right now. Like yeah. it's why? What harm is it doing? Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, it's magic. Kids should always be able to believe in magic. People, it's oh my god, right? It's. It's the miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, yeah. It's let them believe. So what I think in that those cases is um, like how, how that kid's going to like kind of grow up and and deal with things. Mm-hmm. So it's like how are they going to be equipped with anything? Like if it's, if you have a parent like jumping in being like, uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like no, no, well, no. Oh, I know. And then, and then they're left to their own devices when, you know, they're a little bit older. Like – it's, I don't know. But it's not only that. It's you're, you're removing creativity. Mm-hmm. When you remove creativity from a child, yeah, do you create a psychopath? Yeah. Literally? Yeah. Actually, they're kind of creative sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> like, Depending on the psychopath. Serial killers are creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. It's like, why? And I just don't understand. And it just... Or you create an accountant. <laughs> Oy, I shouldn't say that, Uh-oh. but it's true. Uh, <laughs> we love accountants. Yes. <laughs> the next segment will be we heart accountants. Yes. Oh, I need mine. So yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's like uh, the whole culture right now of like uh, like the helicopter parent thing. Oh, it's um it's kind of super disturbing. It is disturbing, and it's but okay. It's, so that's it's overanalyzing. It's over. It's yes. just overthinking things. So that said, I have three from that are much older. Mm-hmm. Three kids that are much older, and then I have Callie, who's the whole three and a half. World. So, uh, mm-hmm. 
my wife is is like researching stuff and making things better in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But my brain still is stuck in like what? Like, right. come on, just do this, just do this. Just They're do fine. this, just do this, just just but don't there overthink is, it. So there is that fine line between uh between what we were just talking about and also what's gonna make your kid a better person. I know. So I'm I struggle with that sometimes. And uh, 90% of the stuff that Heidi looks up and implements actually mm-hmm. really works. So, because I don't do any of that. Because I'm just like, whatever. She's so smart and pretty. So She's so smart and pretty. Yeah, like she, man, she does her homework on everything. So. Oh, that's amazing though. She's in, But at least she's not like, again, she's coming from the right frame of mind when she's mm. doing that. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole other group of moms that are doing that shit, but they're coming from an anxiety or different. Point That's exactly mind. it. That's the factors and fine lines right there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's okay to do it, but what she's doing is she's, she's, she's doing it to create a positive outcome yep. for everyone. Yeah. Right. Here's a good question. I just thought of this actually. God, wow. Sometimes I'm smart. You're such a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> when you're our, so if we talk matchmaking for a sec, mm-hmm. when you're looking for a partner, mm-hmm. is it important to you that that person aligns with your thinking? Like when we're talking about positivity and mm-hmm. mindset and blah, blah, blah. Or is that not a factor? Do you believe like opposites attract? I do. To an extent. I mean, opposites can attract. Right. But are they cohesive? Right. <laughs> There's a huge fucking difference. Right. Because because Heidi is very much uh, like a pessimist. Mm-hmm. And she, I, she I tends... crazy. She tends... This is... I'm not saying this in a bad way no, at because, all. But she's the balance. Yes. That's what I'm going to... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I need that. Yeah, like, exactly. So I need, yeah. the, I need to be grounded a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Because I will say like stupid shit. Like I will say, oh, I'm going to do this and this is going to be great. And she's like, oh, have you thought about this, this, and this? Exactly. I'm like, no, shut up. So like. Exactly. So exactly. Okay. I'm going to answer your question. Right. So again, there's the difference. So there's opposites attract. Yeah. But the balance and the cohesiveness is what makes it work. Right. So it's. She's still supportive. That's yes. the whole thing. So right. the fact is she still believes in you and she still supports you. Yeah, insanely and what lets you me do what I want to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like so like my ex, I I'm up here. Okay. This is me. Mm-hmm. I'm in fucking universal energy. I love life. Let me go hug a tree. I love fucking the world. Yeah. And I just want to love everybody and be grateful every single day of my life. Yeah. Okay. This guy comes along and he believes in me mm-hmm. and he looks at me like I'm fucking magic, like a goddamn unicorn. But he pulls me down out of the fucking clouds and redirects me to how I can make that actually physically happen in the real world. Right. End of story. Quote, unquote, the real world. The real world. Right. You can still fucking work your magic, Jasmine, just not in the fucking clouds. Come right. on down. Mm-hmm. Right? Here you go. Mm-hmm. So that's where the balance works. Mm-hmm. Right? That's mm-hmm. where the... It has to have a balance and it has to work. Again, factors and fine lines. Opposites can attract all you fucking want. Mm-hmm. 
but you have to be able to support each other in order for it to work. Yeah. It's a, it's a belief thing. You have to be able to believe yeah. and love the core values and, and the, the, what the soul is made up of. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. My list has run out. What? So I don't really have any, but, but you can, we need, we still need to talk. <laughs> I know. Still have lots of time. <laughs> We've got lots of beer to drink. And we still have beer. I just poured a new beer. So this thing's not ending. No, it's not. No. It's not, it's not ending anytime. So I want to hear more. Actually, I want to hear more about what you're up to. What I'm up to. Um, oh my God. Cause we've, I mean, we've talked about stuff, but I don't. 100% know like Nobody what's does. going on. Nobody does and it's making people fucking itchy. <laughs> it is making so, so here, many people itchy. But here, here's what I love. So <laughs> yeah. I know for sure you left a job that you really didn't like too much mm-hmm. and then you left another job you didn't really like too much mm-hmm. and that in itself is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, what's kind of next then? So, well, well if, if you don't want to get into no, specifics, go ahead. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Because it was, um, so again, it's like when you say I didn't like too much, I'm, I was happy. Again, I'm, I've always tried to be positive yep. and an alchemist of the situation. So I, I wasn't miserable. There's lots of people who left, you know, certain jobs and the place where we used to work, both of us. Mm-hmm. Miserable. He's claimed that they hated that job. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it just, it wasn't for you. It was suffocating for you. Yeah. There was no creative fucking outlet for you whatsoever. No. I have a dual personality, so I can flip a switch. Mm-hmm. I can feed one side of my personality and be completely happy mm-hmm. and resourceful and la-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm happy. And then I move into sales. I'm a salesperson, naturally, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Breathe it. Really fucking good at it, but it just came. Everything comes to a head in my life, and that's what I've tried to have an understanding of. Again, in appreciating where I am, being in the present, and understanding that not. I hate the term "everything happens for a reason." Mm-hmm. I like the term that everything happens when it's supposed to, right? In the proper timing. Yeah, the time was up for both of those gigs. It was time I was I was done, and I spent almost my entire adult life feeding to one side of my personality and not my other side of my personality. Right. The creative. Yeah. Right. Just. Yeah. Fucking full barrels. Out I go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that was it was freeing in itself, basically, to realize and terrifying. Because you're literally the only thing that you're trusting right now yeah. is that little voice inside your head and the feeling in your gut that this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So I I did. I followed it. I jumped. And the second we talk about alignment, the second that I left my last job, which is seven months ago now, mm-hmm. six, seven, seven months, I think. Wow. I know. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Time flies when you're semi-retired. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, everything is just, the second I walked that I did that, that I made that decision, it was almost like the universe just started sending me signs that you just did the right thing. 
mm-hmm. because there was people that came into my life that I haven't heard from in years, years that were literally, hey, was just thinking about you. Literally, don't know that I quit my job. I know you're busy and I know you got the kids and I know you work full time and blah, blah. Well, actually, I'm free. You know what I mean? <laughs> and those relationships have now led to other things and other things. And that's just an example. It was chance meetings with people. It was an opportunity and invitation to go and do something here. It was, um, you know what I mean? Something that would pop up on social media and something. Yeah. Like that. And I'm just like, I'm gonna do that. And the relationships that I've built from going and doing that have changed my life. Another movie reference. Yes, man. Hello. Yes, man. So, right? yeah, so just saying yes, just, saying, okay, I'll do that. Just say yes, mm-hmm. exactly, right? And just see what happens. Yeah. So things just started aligning and things were working and it was an instant, that's just like an instant, holy shit, like just lift you right up, right? Because immediately you have all these amazing feelings and the endorphins are going and you're jacked, right? Because yep. you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that, number one. And number two, everything is going to fucking be okay. Mm -hmm. So again, yeah, semi-retired, but never have, I mean, I'm so busy, Yeah. but I'm not actually, there's nobody understands because there's nothing actually attainable. There's, there's not an actual product. There's not something that people can see that I've done. Yeah. I've done a lot of self work. And that has changed, again, my life. I have done a lot of internal shit, and it's allowed me to redirect myself. It's allowed me to feed different energy into certain people and out of different relationships and building and building and building and building. Yeah. Um, all this building and all of these connections have led to me being here with you today. Yeah. They've led to me um, finally finishing my book. Mm-hmm. Um, which will... Is it done? Almost. Oh, cool. Kind of, well, the first draft. Anyways. What are you, you going to self-publish? Or you don't know? I can't, I'm meeting. I'm, I have a meeting later on this week. And basically, we're going to determine the proper direction for all of that. No way. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. It's absolutely... I'm so excited. So, um, And then I'm also... Um, I, it came to, so I've been writing this book since after my dad passed away, but I mean, (laughs) it was, was a line that he always used to say to me was Jasmine, you should have been a lawyer or a writer. When you grow up, you either need to be a lawyer or a writer. Either, either one of them (laughs) fabricate stories or some shit like that. It was like, (laughs) it was when, it was when I was a super crazy, like, hardcore liar, liar, liar to your family all the time. <laughs> it's just like, you just need to fucking be a professional liar sort of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. But all of the stories in this book are truer than fucking true. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's put me like, you know, through a lot of this self work as well. Right. Yeah. And then it's also a reflection on my future because it's like, my kids are going to fucking read this book. Right. That's so cool. It's crazy when I think about the shit that I'm putting down on paper yeah. and just trusting. And and it's the trust that's pouring out right now. And yeah. and and I smile when I do it because the fact that it is is I know that my kids 
the humans that they are and the way that they've been raised, it's going to be okay when they read it. Yeah. You know, so it's just, again, it's just stories, it's ramblings. I, I, I I write in ramblings. That's just what I do. Um, so the book's coming, um, and I'm also working with another amazing human being who through chance and through all these different relationships, um, um, I have met her and she came to me and asked me to co-write a book with her on a totally different level. That's wild. So two books in the works and then, um, the same person, her and I are also working on, um, some, uh, YouTube publications. That's crazy. So, and then, um, I recently, uh, propositioned you. Um, in hopes that you and I work on another book together in the future, another totally different angle. Yeah. So that's three books. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. Me too. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. And I think it's going to be so organic and it's just going to flow. So look at us. I mean, we could literally sit here for the next fucking 16 hours. It's just going to be, it's going to be so organic. And that info, that, that book is going to be super fun and super fast and super easy for us. I think anyway, stay tuned for that shit. (laughs) Um, so that's three books. That's the YouTube shit. That's, um, I'm also divulging in, um, uh, Reiki, right. which is an energy, uh, form of healing and treatments and spirituality. And it's also changed my life and the people that I've met, mm-hmm. um, through that group of individuals is crazy beyond belief. And I have amazing dreams to be able to help people with that aspect of my life as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not up to much, really? Not a lot. I just decided to wait until I was 40 <laughs> and then do everything all at the fucking same time. Same here. Exactly. Same here. Here we Isn't go. Isn't 40 good? I love it. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, okay, we're going to take a break. Another That's one? another half an what hour. What is wrong with you in your breaks? Isn't that crazy? I, just, I, I'm at the mercy of, see my face? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> That's why I told Silas. He's just like, where are you going today? And I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with Jay in his studio. It's like when we talk into microphones and then people listen to what we have to say afterwards. And Silas is like, of course they would. He's so slick. And then he just walks away. Like he just thinks like, and he just, he doesn't even look at me when he's saying it. You know what I mean? He's just like, he just kind of looks up into the heavens almost like shaking his head. Like, isn't it funny how kids sometimes you feel like they know way more than they let on. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like Callie does it all the time. She's just like, three what? and a half. I'm like, how did you know? What? Right. <laughs> what did you and then and then you can't get that back. She doesn't do it again for like another four weeks. I know. And like, just oh like, oh my god. What? I yeah. know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, you probably knew, but we're back on. Mm. Um mm-hmm. so um off off air we were talking about authenticity. <gasps> That's a loaded word though. Okay, so here's the thing with me. I, I, to truth be told, I don't really like the word because it's way over you. So like someone, people put it in their posts yes, like on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I believe in being authentic and okay. So there's, but, there's social yeah. media authentic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which yeah. is now, which is, it's morphed. Okay. Cause people, people were authentic exactly. and now people are saying they're authentic and not. But because each form and, and mogul of social media, mm. you are expected to have a different authenticity with each one. 
Right. You're a different person. It's like that stupid, you know, that that four thing, oh, the yeah. pictures. This is your Instagram profile picture. This is your Tinder. Oh, there's a, yeah. It's a different personality for each one. Yes. Well, they, they, I don't know who they is, but it, it is, it is, them. it is, it is. They is them, Jay. They is them. They is, oh, those it is, fuck of them. I, I hate them. I know. You have to, so when you post, you have to go to, um, so when you post on Facebook, there's one demographic. When you post on Instagram, there's another. When you mm-hmm. post on LinkedIn, there's another. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're right. It's true. You have to be authentic so, according to that audience. I just do the same thing on every single fucking one. Me too. Which is not cool, apparently. <laughs> it's not cool at all. We're losers. It's working it for is. me. And well, for the business side. Same. Right. Like for, the, for the most part. And to be honest, if if I, if I wasn't posting for the business, I probably wouldn't post very much. And that's the whole thing. I mean, there's that whole argument of people fucking hate Facebook and I hate social media, but it really serves a purpose. Um, and if you use the purpose properly... And if it is used properly, um, then I believe, I uh, believe in it. Yeah. And exposes you. Oh so God. here's the thing. Yeah. People hate it. Some people hate it. Yeah. Do you know why they hate it? Because it exposes who they are. So if you're on it long enough, mm-hmm. you can't hide who you are. No. Okay. And, um, it, it does, it, it rears its ugly head. Yeah. Like you just like, okay, so we know who you are now. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's your posts at fucking one o'clock in the morning when you're at night drinking by yourself and all of a sudden the truth starts rolling out. Do you know what? <laughs> Another truth. Because I like my nightly weed. So I'll do yeah. it before I go to bed. Yeah. And I've had to stop myself. Because I'll, I'll be. Oh, po- I know. I'll and be then like, I'm just like, oh, wait, I know. I'll I'd- be like, oh, man. Because I'll be so relaxed. Everyone's it's, asleep. It's me with music. It's yes. so bad. I'll, yeah, you. Yeah, you're good with you post the music stuff. So um, I'll be like, oh yeah, okay. So um, oh man, you feel like you're having a deep moment, <laughs> especially on the on the right kind of when you're smoking the right kind of stuff. Yeah. Say, so, oh, I'm a deep. This is going to be a deep moment. I'm going <laughs> to reflect, and and then you finish it. You're like, oh Jesus. I know it's so funny. And too. then I delete it. <laughs> just so I'm like, like no. <laughs> Because the next morning, you know what's going to happen. You're going to be like, oh, no. Here's the thing. It's either social media or your ex, one or the other. Like, mm. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's so funny. Yeah. I know. I used it's, to do that bad. years ago when the when the split was fairly new. Yeah. That kind of stuff would happen. Yeah. Now it's it's a it's hard, so it's a definitely hard no. Oh, well, I mean, I've. I've had an ex since my ex, so that's okay. <laughs> yes. So you're having to hold back. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and we're in retrograde right now too. So rule number one of Mercury retrograde, don't communicate with your ex. What does that actually mean though? Retrograde? I hear about that, but I don't really know. So basically know. what is happening right now. Like Heidi talks about it with the animals. They're like, oh, it's retro. I'm like, what? So everything is actually so... The moon right now, the way it's aligning with um, the sun and mm-hmm. earth and some other planets that it's encountering on its missions is actually going backwards. The moon's going backwards? Yes. What? It's kind of cool, huh? Mercury. Mercury is. Mercury. Okay. Mer- Mer- Mercury retrograde. Sorry, did I say the moon? Yes. Shabir. Sorry. Shabir. It's nice, isn't it? It's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so it starts spinning backwards. So what is happening? So, I mean, even today it was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off because I was actually, I realized I was actually doing things 
it, like mannerisms, like turning certain ways that I would. So unpacking the dishwasher, I was doing things that like the weirdest, like you get into a groove, you turn certain ways when you do certain things oh, every yeah. single day. Right. Oh, for sure. There's emotions. I was doing things in a really weird way. And I actually stubbed my toe, hit my shin and my fucking elbow all within like two minutes of each other because I was doing things like in a non, like in, in motion. Crazy. And I fucking started laughing so hard. I was just like, why are you going backwards, Jasmine? And I was like, <laughs> oh. But I mean, a lot of people don't put any faith in it whatsoever. I mean, retrograde usually fucks people up like moods and it tells you rules don't sign contracts and always expect to be late and blah 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 because everything is delayed this one is a very kind it is a very kind retrograde see it when is. i heard mercury i thought of the like the actual like substance no it's the planet oh man i know it's fun interesting yeah i'm right into that crazy shit i, I, I believe in a lot of that like, really? well, okay, so the horoscope thing is bizarre because you read yeah, stuff and you're yeah. like, oh, that's per that sounds just like me. How I, is that possible? It's legit. It is a science. It literally is a science and it's based on studies. So people, I mean, it really is. It's based on studies. It's based on personality demographics. It goes back to, I don't even like into the, like the fucking Egyptians mm -hmm. and shit, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, it's deep crazy information now there's a lot of bad information out there there's people who don't know what they're talking about there's things that aren't legit that kind of you know they they muffle the yeah. the beauty of it all and 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 the realism of it and the connections and the truth of it right yeah. but there is a lot of truth in it and it's like so I'm starting to map my kids' behavior now based on like the moon cycles yeah. just to kind of see and then I mean I'm trying not to pay attention to my awareness of the moon cycles and then map my kids' behaviors and then match that up afterwards and just say, because it, it's it's a personality thing. Wow. It, it affects I me. Mean, we're, we're made out of water, man, and cells. Do you know what I, I that's, that freaks me out. I, I, like, <laughs> I like to think I'm a glowing ball inside. Like you are a glowing ball. So there's like when you if you were to cut me, it's just like light. Like rays of sunshine coming. <laughs> I don't like, like to think about guts and stuff. Psh, psh, yeah. Psh. Well, now we're just like in total like superhero mode right now. It's like <laughs> all they have is like visuals of like remember uh, the remember the was it the senator on the X-Men one where um, fucking Wolverine first came into. Oh, he, he turns into a blob. Yeah, he turns into like that water form That's guy. That's cool. Do you know what's funny and about that? Like you saying that explodes, and he's just like he's a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like yeah. If I think of all those X Men movies, I think of that. I don't know why. I think it freaked really? me right out. That one is messed up. It's a little bit messed up. It is messed up because he's just like Magneto, like takes away his entire mass and like yeah. liquefies it, right? Yeah. It's kind of creepy because it's science. If he had stuck around, that would be a cool uh, super villain. Well, it's kind of like Clayface, but water. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Kind of lame. Kind of the that. same. No. And who yeah. else does the water thing? Not Aquaman, but like a villain. Is there a villain that does the well, water? Well, Mr. Freeze. Kind of. Kind of frozen water. Frozen water. <laughs> <laughs> frozen water. Oh shit. This, <laughs> so this good. is good beer. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you, public health. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, no, literally we were actually talking about something. That's that's what I was gonna ask you. What? Like what we were talking about. Because <laughs> I have no idea. No, we weren't talking. Oh boy. 
<laughs> I'm sorry for anyone who's got this far into the podcast. Um, listen, just so everybody uh, knows, I'm a very responsible podcast guest. My daughter is picking me up. That's right. I'm not driving. We're also downtown. There's buses. I like the bus. I love taking the bus. I, rem- I miss taking the bus. You know that I didn't actually have my license until Rowan is. I have only had my license for 10 years. Yeah. Heidi doesn't have hers. Yeah. Because she was, she spent a lot of her life in Toronto. Yeah. So she's working on it now, but like, it's like, it hasn't been a thing. You just didn't mm-hmm. need it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I kind of needed it, but I just made do and I really didn't want it and I didn't care. When we first moved back from Toronto in 2013, oh my God, it's been a while now. Um, we didn't have any car at all. So yeah, we took the bus. It's fine. Uh, I, Callie loves the bus. I love she it. She lives for it. I miss it. Like I, yeah. like I tell the kids all the time, I'm just like, does anybody like want to just like get on the bus get with the me bus and like go around. people watch? Yeah. Can we just do that? Hey, if you want a place to people watch. Can we do a podcast on people watching? Or can we like, yes. can we do like a moving podcast where we actually go and people watch on the bus? So there is um, a guy that uh, I connected with, speaking of connections, because they're awesome. Uh-huh. Weirdly. Um <laughs> Uh, he, he is a realtor slash actor in Toronto Mm -hmm. and he started a podcast and that's what he does. So he goes from restaurant to restaurant Mm -hmm. with his equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, and they just sample food and do that. They just like hang out and watch people and talk. Oh my God. That's my dream job. It's pretty cool, right? I have a lot of (laughs) dreams. I don't think people can hear it. I don't know. So I can. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That never happens like this. That's funny, right? Just because you're here. I know. So Shit like, happens. Screw this. Shit happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he, I think I'm going on his podcast. We're going to eat somewhere. But Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But talking about, because I wanted to talk about this earlier, but connections like that, mm-hmm. I was like so insular for so long, mm-hmm. like especially when I first got the studio, like not wanting to like, mm-mm. I just want to work on my myself and really? I don't need to talk to anybody. Yeah. It messed me up because I was I wasn't um I wasn't able to go like into places and act normal. Mm-hmm. Because you're always by yourself. So you're like you you lose those social cues. So you walk in, you're like, hey. Hi. Uh, <laughs> what do I say now? <laughs> so um so the point of the podcast and the and I've become a lot more like uh, community focus too mm-hmm. on some things that I'm doing. Absolutely. Well, being downtown, this mm-hmm. is the community down here is so amazing. It's like, there's no way yeah. you couldn't gravitate to that. Yeah. So I would say if I were to give advice to anybody who's like even looking to start out in anything, yeah. any line yeah. of work, yeah. go and ask someone for cause, sit down for coffee mm-hmm. or like, mm-hmm. so the podcast was that like, we know each other, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Um, other guests I've had on, I've said the same thing, Mm -hmm. like we say hi and that's the end of it. Yeah. Eye to eye conversation, Mm -hmm. non-existent. It's, it's terrible. See, I'm, I'm, and I'm like a true supporter of that. Like I've, and I do, and I think, I don't know if I've always been, you know, you think about why you're certain way and it's just, maybe I just don't remember sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that I'm this way because of my dad, because I remember my dad being that guy who literally talks to everyone, Mm -hmm. but I'm the exact same way. I love having those, like 
I will stop and talk to the Salvation Army people. You know what I mean? Ask them about their day. That leads into conversations. Yeah. I love talking to not every homeless person, but usually at least one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cashiers at the grocery store. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Have those conversations. Okay. That's a good one right there for me. Yeah. Big one. Huge. What pisses me off more than anything <laughs> is people who walk in front of me. And I see them treat treat the cashier like a piece of shit. It's awful. For no reason. There's no reason. So then for I it. go in yeah. upping my game. Yeah, you because I think, oh hey, how are you? Yeah. That's great. How's your day been? Blah blah blah. And they, mm-hmm. you know what? Anybody appreciates that. Doesn't matter who you are. Exactly. They're, like, why is that hard for people? I don't know. And then so seriously, but I mean, nine times out of ten, Jay, I get more out of that conversation that I don't know if they're getting anything out of yeah. it. Yeah. So do you I find that when I'm in a situation with a lot of people where I'm, I even get it at home sometimes where I'm like mm-hmm. inundated with that or this or that. And then, <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I feel really like physically tired. Oh yeah. Like it drains me. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I find myself in, in, in like a combo of introvert and extrovert. Same. So 100, people think I'm like 100% okay, extrovert. I'm not. I wasn't going to guess that. I would have no, guessed I'm, you were hundred percent. I am not. Cause then I feel like tired. Yep. Like as much as I'm enjoying this, no. when we're done yeah. and the beer wears off, I know. I'll be ready for a nap. Exactly. Well, it's it's it, it's an energy. Right. We are giving each other our energy right now. Yeah. And um, no matter what people want to think about, you know, physical activity, mm-hmm. mental is way more exhausting. Yes. And yeah. our brains are fucking having a time today. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. And Again, that's why I'm tired most of the time. Yeah, it's because my brain is on overload, and it's just all which is fun, isn't it? It's so much fun, but it is exhausting. Mm -hmm. I can officially have naps. I've never been able to have a nap in my entire life. The other day, and I get to have naps now, and it's like, what the fuck? Fall asleep standing up. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's the creative and the mental stimulation is so beyond any type of physical exhaustion I've ever experienced. So, what about that? Do you um like? have you introduced any kind of like workout routine or do anything mm-hmm. like that? I run. I do love you? running. Okay. I mean, I'm a huge walker right now because um, I'm, I do a lot of um, my self work and I don't do like complete meditation meditation. Uh-huh. I do connecting to nature meditation. So I will walk in the woods for two hours. Yeah, I like your post about that. I will walk in the woods for two hours. I just I see things and I feel things and I feel the energy from. Do you know what I nature. see those I really posts? And it actually makes me feel happy when I see those. Oh, that's amazing! Thank you. The, the tree ones, because you're like, I'm like, no one posts about that stuff. I just no one takes I, pictures like that and posts them. Isn't that weird? I I love. I just and it just I don't know. If it's like it's. I am seeing things differently. I am seeing trees that I've never seen before. You know what I yeah. mean? It's and it's like certain like markings on trees, and all of a sudden I'm just like, Whoa, ooh, what is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that's fucking. I get that. It's when, beautiful. I get right? that through Callie when you see things through a kid's eyes like that. Yeah. You're like, because I took her through a walk through Burnham. Yeah. Um, not I too long ago. I love Burnham. So, you forget sometimes everything's new to them. It is brand new, right? Like no experience. Mm-hmm. So you're like. You know, they'll like look at like leaves and they'll look at literally everything. She yeah. pick up a rock and just be like mesmerized by the rock. I know. I'm like, this is cool. 
I know. It's amazing. Like so cool. I take the kids with me. So I enjoy the time when I take the kids with me because that's, again, it's a different perspective, right? Mm -hmm. But again, it's a different, I, I've just before, let's go back to like, you know, Mm kind of like who I used to be and who I was. It's like, I would just want to be peaceful and I would just want to relax and I would just want to enjoy, you know, the walk and just keep going sort of thing and keep moving. You can't do that with the kids. They stop every five seconds, right? And they're loud and they want to see this and they want to do that and they want to climb that and blah, blah, blah. So again, it's like, I literally just, I just take it for what it is now because it's a totally different perspective mm-hmm. and I'm going to get so much out of that time with them mm-hmm. so that when I'm there by myself, it's like, it's elevated me. It's yeah. elevated the way that I'm going to look at things again. Right. Yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of like a, just an example of the two different me's that I used to be. It's the same way of just kind of being at home and it's balancing your time now. Yeah. It's, don't expect to be able to get all of this fucking work done when your kids are at home. No. Don't do it because all you're going to do is stress yourself out yep. and you're going to stress them out and then they're going to be more of an asshole than they normally are because yep. let's just say it. I mean, they're supposed to be assholes. They are. And just accept it. Just that's accept. why That's why I got this space in particular because it's like, you know, it's close to home but mm-hmm. like I can still yeah. come and I don't have to worry like – I just, I don't have to worry about it. Then when I'm home, I can. Exactly. You have the ability to separate that. Mm -hmm. And as much as having a separate space might cause, you know, an extra bill Mm -hmm. or an, because you have to get down here instead of just being at home all Mm -hmm. the time. And then you've got to find, you know, somebody like daycare or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's it's creating this harmony. Yeah. And it also pays for itself. Exactly. Because when you're here, you have the opportunity to build something. Exactly. And then it ends up just paying for itself. Exactly. It all works out in the end. Yep. 100%. It always fucking works out. Yep. It's crazy. Well, I hate to say it, but I think we're going to wrap it up. I don't want to go home. I know. Can you call my daughter to pick me up? 3.15. (laughs) I wish this was live. I could do that. I could just say, hey, come Tommy, get your mother. Tommy, come get your mom. She's wrecking my studio. <laughs> yeah. She's ripping stuff up. Not the Batman picture, though. <laughs> just the Superman shit. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, it's been great, like, just watching you do your thing. And um, and I'm sure there's tons of amazing things to come for sure. Thanks so much, babe. Yeah. You're literally one of my inspirations, so have at it. Awesome. Appreciate it. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, Publican. We're feeling good right now. We like you a lot. Okay. Bye.